Hello and welcome to Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. A show about empowering and motivating you to broaden your mind. Now, here is your host, Sonia Luray. Good afternoon, Whisperers, and welcome to another fabulous episode of Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. I am your host, Sonia Luray. Certified Lifestyle Relationship Counselor, Educator, and Motivational Speaker. Oh my goodness, Whispers, it is so good to be back in this room with you guys. I have to tell you, this has been a packed week for me. I hope you guys have had a great week, a productive week, and know that we are here in this room together in our safe zone to have another dynamic discussion. And hey, if you're catching this on YouTube, make sure you click like and subscribe and share. Please share us with others. We'd appreciate it. And you know, Whispers, you know I want you to join the conversation. So make sure you call in at 516-595-8091. Once again, that's 516-595-8091. And you know, Blog Talk Radio has done something fabulous for us. They have put a live chat box into each discussion. I want you to drop your questions in, your comments. If you want me to bring out that point again, let me know because you know your girl loves to monitor a great chat box. So wait a minute. Did you guys get the cocktail or the mocktail of this episode? Okay, this is a straight mocktail that we have today. And I have to tell you, Jasmine, who is a two-time champion mixologist out of Chicago. She brought this for us, guys, didn't she? This is so good, the adrenal shot. Oh, my goodness. It's so refreshing. Now, let me tell you, we're going to have to revisit this again, and I know that we could put a little spice in this, too, and really step it up to our cocktail version. So, listen. If you don't have the cocktail or the mocktail of the version of, excuse me, of this episode, you're missing it. Make sure that you join our email listing so you never miss an episode and you never miss another fabulous cocktail mocktail. There's a live link in the description box. Click on it and follow. We'd love to have you. And you know, we'd like to thank our sponsor of this episode, which is Goalie's Gummy the Ashwa. It's perfect for those that are trying to bring mind, body, and soul together. And you know we're talking about stress. So this vitamin that Goli has put out, the Ashwa, it has the ancient Indian herb of ashwagandha. The vitamins are gluten-free, vegan, and non-GMO. You can go to www.goli.com and use our code, House of La Paz, and that's H-O-U-S-E-L-A-P-A-Z, all lowercase, and you'll receive 10% off your purchase, whatever's in your cart at the time of checkout. So that's, once again, H-O-U-S-E-L-A-P-A-Z. Whisperers, are you ready to get into our discussion? I know. Stress manage or embrace. 
you know, this is a topic that I know you guys are going to want to get in on because it is that dynamic. And don't forget, you can call in at 516-595-8091. So, you know, I like to start every episode off with a clear meaning or a definition. So we're going to get a clear meaning of two words. So the first word that we're going to get a clear meaning on is manage. So manage means be in charge of or to cope. All right? That's what manage means. Be in charge of or cope. And embrace is our second word. So embrace means hold closely, accept, or support. Did you hear that meaning? It means hold closely, accept, or support. Now, whisperers, as people, we face stress daily. My goodness. Even today. I had so much going on today. And, you know, we have things from never-ending to-do lists, providing for our families, the pandemic, the different variants, um, If you're going to a nine-to-five, you have the stress of meeting the demands at that nine-to-five. If you're running a business, you know the demands that you have on top of everything else. And just every day that we are in the line of fire. So stress is inevitable. It is totally inevitable. So, you know, I like to give you guys a little statistics because I'm back – that girl that likes to really make sure that I I really clear a point for you all. So here's a statistic from the American Institute of Stress. About 33% of people report feeling extreme stress. 77% of people experience stress that affects their physical health. And 73% of people have stress that impacts their mental health. Oh, my goodness. Did you, did you catch those statistics? Let me reiterate them so you know what we're talking about. About 33% of people state that they feel extreme, extreme stress. 77% of people experience stress that affects their physical health. And 73% of people have stress that impacts their mental health. So what is stress exactly? What is it? Well, stress may be considered as any physical, chemical, or emotional factor that causes bodily or mental unrest, and that may be a factor in causing disease. So that's what stress really is. And let me tell you, stress is one of the fastest-growing epidemics packs millions of people. Did you hear me? It's the fastest growing epidemic. Oh, my goodness. You know, this is why I wanted to bring this discussion to you all. Do you you all know that stress manage, what stress management is? Do you understand what it is? And some of you may be like, no, some may be yes. So I'm going to put it in the simplest term of what stress management is. So stress management is a set of techniques and programs intended to help you or to help people deal more um, effectively with stress in their lives by analyzing the specific stressors and taking positive actions to minimize their effect. So I guess you're like, well, what does that exactly mean, Sonia? (laughs) Don't worry. What it means is this. 
what they try to teach you in stress management is this. They try to do it through meditation, yoga, and exercising, which helps you to try to look at things different and to balance it in a different way. A lot of times with stress management, they require you to do a lot of journaling and putting down how you feel at that time when you're feeling stressed. And so they try to manage the aspects of how you're breathing, how you're feeling as far as it goes, the tension in your neck, where are you holding it at? And they focus on things like that. Then what exactly is coping with stress, you might be asking me. So this is where the tables turn, because you know I like to give you both sides of the coin, and I want to really get into both sides, okay? So coping with stress is the process of spending conscious effort and energy to solve personal and interpersonal problems through mechanisms that seek to master, to minimize, or tolerate stress and stresses that occur in everyday life. Did you hear me? It is a technique, and it's a mechanism that is placed. It spends conscious effort and energy in solving your personal and interpersonal problems. And there's three factors and three distinct coping mechanisms that we use when it comes to coping with stress. And see, it's a little more in-depth than managing stress. Managing is kind of like, as we said, what did, we tell, what did I tell you manage, to manage stress means? To manage stress means to be in charge of or to cope. But to embrace means to hold it closely, accept, and support it. So it's a difference there. It's a big difference. So let me give you the three distinct coping mechanisms that, that is used in embracing stress. There is uh, the first one is appraisal-focused, the second one is problem-focused, and the third is emotion-focused. So appraisal, problem, and emotion-focused, okay? So I'm going to break these three terms down so you really get an understanding of what this means and what it looks like. So let's step into the first one, which is appraisal-focused strategies. So appraisal-focused strategies attempt to modify thoughts, processes associated with stress. So that means that people alter the way they think about a problem by approaching it different or altering their goals and values. So it's how we approach it and how we're setting it up for us to be able to handle it correctly. So it's the appraisal. When you get something appraised, you take in the context of its worth, of what its value really is, and what is the instrumental parts of it. That's what an appraisal does, okay? So we have a clear meaning and you have a good picture of what an appraisal of stress means or this appraisal strategy means. So that's going to move you into the second sector, which is problem-focused strategies. So these aim to deal with the cause of the problem or the stressor. Notice, the cause of it. So people try to change or eliminate the source of the stress by researching the problem and learning management skills to solve it. Now, remember, we said when we manage something, remember, what did I tell you? Management. It means to be in charge of or to cope. 
So we're learning to cope with it by manage, through the management skills of this, but now we're looking at what is the cause of our stressor. What is it exactly that's causing it? Which moves us into sector three, emotion-focused strategies. So emotion-focused strategies address the feelings associated with the stressor. Notice it, is so, it, it addresses the feelings associated with the stressor. That means that people modify the emotions that accompany stress um, through perception by releasing, distracting, or um, managing their mental status. So it's just like um, I was telling you, like with emotions, we always, when we work together, I always have my clients first tell me what they are feeling, how they are feeling, and what it feels like at that moment. And sometimes they'll tell you that it's like heavy. It feels heavy in my chest or, or my, my mind is, is racing and all. But it's really being in touch with the feelings associated with the stressor. So many clients I work with, they ask me at this very point in this juncture um, an important question. And they ask me how can they cultivate a mindset to embrace stress because that's the point. We have to cultivate a mindset to be able to deal with stress. Even if you're managing it, you have to change your mindset to be able to really deal with stress properly. So one of the major ways is the way that they think about stressful matters because it changes how you respond to it. So let me give you an example of that. So have you ever noticed, like, let's say you wake up in the morning, right, and you the night before you had all these plans, I'm going to get up at this time, I'm going to exercise, I'm going to do this, I got that, I got this conference to do, I got that, da, 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 you got everything laid out, and you kind of have things of what you're going to do. But somehow or another, when you get up in the morning, it derails. And instantly you tell yourself a negative in your mind that this is going to be a bad day. And somehow or another, it turns out that way because we've told ourselves a negative. See, we've already looked at the stressor, we brought it into us, and we turned it into a negative, and so we put it forth as a negative. So now you're headed to your favorite coffee shop, and you get your coffee, and lo and behold, they give you the wrong type of coffee. You look down at your shoes because you go into this, this conference, and lo and behold, you have the wrong shoes on. Now, oh, and I didn't want to wear these pants. Everything is negative, and you're feeling it, and you have it just kind of seeping in on you in that way. Then everything is just off. It's just wrong. So think of it this way. Your morning starts off, and you had a plan, and it didn't go the way that you planned it to go, but don't give yourself permission to surrender to negativity. Well, you know what? All right, this wasn't how it was planned, but that's okay. I got other things and I'll move forward. I got this instead and I'll take care of that this way. By telling yourself a positive and putting it forward in your mind allows your mind's eye to see it differently in how you are going to deal with that stressor. See, I help my clients to realize the way we speak to ourselves is kind of referred as a self-talk, like I like to say. I like to call it self-talk, and which is a profound impact on the experience. 
So positive self-talk sometimes called um, is called like serving as your uh, own inner coach. I like to say it's like a, a a third party onto your conversation, and it and this is a highly effective way of dealing with things. And guess what? Because you know your girl always likes to go and figure out and look at things with regards to research. So guess what research has shown with this kind of technique? It shows that um, there's recent evidence that this is the most effective when um, when we address ourselves in the third person. Oh, you're like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> Serious. You know, in difficult situations, it seems like if we're speaking in third person, it can alleviate stress and um, invite a greater sense of control. So prime example, I'm going to give you, give you an example like of this too. Like, uh, okay, my show today, I, I'm, my show is at three o'clock every Friday. So let's say now I'm like, kind of like, oh my goodness, I'm, I'm getting myself worked up and it's almost time. But instead of getting myself worked up, I say to myself, I say, you know what, Sonia, you have prepared thoroughly for this show. And you are coming in here and you're going to impart information to your whisperers that they can understand the balancing between stress and embracing stress and the power of what embracing stress looks like, feels like, and motivates towards. And notice how those words are calming me down. I am not in that feeling anymore. I am catching myself in that third-person dialogue and I'm having a dialogue of positivity with myself, which in turn I'm hearing, I'm feeling, and it's releasing the energy of the negativity. So it has a powerful impact of self-talk. And sometimes if you just kind of do that with yourself and try it out, you may be just so surprised what a great sense of perspective and control you really gain from doing that. And just as we would feel when thinking of someone else's experience, it's the same kind of technique and feeling we have when we do it with ourselves. And it's the positivity that we put into that channeling of that. And I always like to be very transparent with you all in regards to everything that I share with you all. And, you know, prior to me learning how to embrace stress, I was a person that wasn't overly like calm. I was kind of like a powder keg, you know, and anybody who knows me, like people that my close friends, close family members that know me um, when I was younger, they will tell you that I was like, whoo, I was something to be reckoned with. <laughs> my reactions weren't always that great. But, you know, I remember one time, I, I think I was, um, I had just finished um, uh, college and all, and I was, I was, working my way and developing my business and different things were going on. And I remember going to my doctor and he was like, oh, you need to go to stress management. And I went to stress management and I have to tell you the truth. I went to stress management and I found myself to feel like even more stressed. And it felt like, you know, maybe the lady should have had some birds chirping or whatever in the background and the things that she was telling me, the journaling and all, but it just was not in a way that was really resonating with me. So lo and behold, it happens to be that I'm on a plane and I'm on a, going on a business trip 
And, you know, I, I go on the plane, I put my headphones on and everything. And, but this gentleman sits on the side of me and he's saying something and I have to take my headphones off and I'm looking like, why? But lo and behold, we get into this discussion and we get into this like deep discussion about stress, you know, and he was going to go and he was teaching about stress. And I was like, what? Like, I couldn't even believe it. But then he starts teaching me and telling me about embracing stress and how the power of embracing stress can, can really kind of change your way of looking at things. And I have to tell you, it really impacted on me in a certain way. And I choose to look into my stress now to see how it can empower me to do better, to be able to motivate myself beyond the limiting effects of stress. And I can honestly say that me embracing stress has helped me to be a better person, a better therapist, a better friend, a better business owner, a better parent, wife, and communicator. Because I learned how to make the matter in my mind over and looking at what it is exactly and putting it into a prioritized way of dealing with it. And that's what embracing stress does. You know, I teach my clients how to embrace stress so it doesn't become the controller of their lives and that they can be present at the time they need to have control over the situation. And any of my clients that are listening now, they can attest to the fact that I give them and make them step outside of themselves and prioritize. So what is the priority, the top three priorities that we need to look at so we can kind of control, decompress, and really embrace the stressful matter that's ahead of us. And they will tell you by them doing that, they're able to balance out things, they're able to refocus and recenter themselves better. And it has a better reaction to stress, and it has mind, body, and soul connected correctly. So Whispers, I want to take you through a mini session right now here on the show with me. So you can see the effects of embracing stress instead of just trying to manage it. So I need you to get a pen and some paper, and I want you to kind of like, if you have to come back and listen to this again, come back and listen to it. Share it with others that may need this same technique so they are able to embrace and to be able to maneuver through stress correctly. So the first things we're going to do, and I need you to, kind of sit with your feet on the floor and just kind of sit back and relax a little bit and focus on your breathing as I'm saying this and taking your notes calmly. And first and foremost, you must practice self-compassion. That's the first step in embracing stress, practicing self-compassion. You know, people who are self-compassionate which means they direct the same care, the kindness, the compassion to themselves as they would to others who experience the same challenges, that they are protected from negative feelings, consequences, anxiety. That's what self-compassion does for you. And here's something you need to also know. Most 
interesting research on the relationship between um, self-compassion and coping suggests that self-compassion involves things about stressful situations in ways that more broadly enhances one's ability to cope with it. That's what's so important about self-compassion. I teach you all about self-care all the time. Celebrating yourself, self-compassion is the first step in embracing stress. The second part of it is identify the type of stress you are experiencing. That's experiencing, excuse me. There are three main buckets of stress, and and I'm going to give them to you. There's positive stress, uh, tolerable stress, and toxic stress. So positive stress is normal stress. That's day-to-day stress, you know, any kind of like health developments or anything like that. You know, those are the basics of what uh, positive stress is. And then tolerable stress, which occurs with such things as non-terminal illnesses, um, maybe a breakup of a relationship or someone who has passed away. Um, These are tolerable because the stress will lessen as the effect goes forward. And we know what toxic stress is. Toxic stress, excuse me, I'm so sorry. We're recording in a different location, so I apologize to you all. Um, Toxic stress is something that is ongoing, and it has a detrimental adverse effect on you. So for many of us, the vast majority of us have stress we experience as positive and tolerable stress, and identifying your stress as such can help reassure you and open you up to embracing it. So how so do you think, or you may be asking, because these two types of stresses are things that we ultimately can change and and take control of. So what you have to do is focus on excitement. And a lot of times you'll hear people tell you to calm down. Listen, don't calm down for a second. Like, you know, like if you're excited over something and it's bringing you excitement, be excited about it because guess what? The endorphins that you need to bring oxygenated blood to your brain is what is going to pump through your veins at that time and reaching your heart and even your brain and nurturing it in a way that is going to cause you to have an uptake in mood and it's going to lessen the effect of stress. And the most important factor of embracing stress, now listen carefully, guys, is this, leveraging your support system. You must have good support to be able to deal with stress properly. We are, we, it's a known fact and medically known that people who have ones to share their stress with or to talk to, friends, deep friends that can really talk about things with them and not so much fix it, but to be able to be able to express the feeling is something that will help in lessening and helping you to embrace stress in a healthy way. That you're not having everything on your shoulders and stuffing your feelings deep down inside because you have to look like everything is okay on the surface, but it's really not and you're just a powder keg waiting to implode. And that's what a good support system does. That's just a mini little sector of taking you through 
what I do with the clients of teaching them, but there's other elements that go into really learning about embracing stress. And Whisperers, this conversation is so deep. And I can really talk to you guys about this this for hours in all honesty. And that's why I encourage my my clients to really tap into it. And when we do our embracing of stress and learning how to really embrace stress, that you are not just managing it, coping, but really dealing with it in a healthy way, it's empowering. And it is motivating to you in such a way because you'll notice that even major occurrences that cause a great deal of stress, you are able to really embrace and handle it in a proper way. So if you'd like to work with me and start building that solid roadmap and that solid foundation for a healthy way of dealing with stress, click the link in the description box and book your session today. And you know what? If you want me to take this session and you want to talk further about this and you want us to do a live in our private Facebook group, email me. You know, I tell you all all the time, I am, I love to communicate with you all and I like to hear what you feel and what you need. And if you want this discussion and you feel like you want to take it even further that we talk one-on-one in our Facebook group, email me at info at whispersinabottlepodcast.com. Remember, we have a new email address and so it's info at whispersinabottlepodcast.com. So look, before we get out of here, the one thing you know I always like to give you all are your takeaways. So remember, we have three mechanisms in ways of coping with stress. It's the appraisal-focused, problem-focused, and emotion-focused mechanisms. When we are doing the appraisal, we are focused on the strategies Uh, to attempt to modify the thought and processes when it comes to our stressors. When we're problem-focused, it aims to deal with the cause of the problem or the stressor. And then with the emotion-focused, we are addressing the feeling associated with that stress. So we can modify the emotions that accompany it that we are having a positive dialogue with ourselves. Remember, we're going to do third party. We're going to speak to ourselves in third party. So we have the ability to, like, walk ourselves backwards. This has been a dynamic conversation. I'm so glad to be able to usher this in with you all and to always make sure that we are tapping in with each other. And this is the thing. If you tap in with each other, you are really building your support system that is going to be there with you. If you need further assistance, do not be afraid to seek professional help. We are not here to judge you. There is no judgment. It is unbiased, and we are here to help you to build and broaden your mind mind so you can have a healthy relationship, a healthy outcome, and that you are dealing with stress properly. You know, I want to get social with you guys, so make sure you're also following me on Instagram 
at www.instagram.com slash whispersinabottle underscore podcast. And if you want to be a part of our Facebook group, look, go to the main Facebook page, which is www.facebook.com slash whisperinabottle. Look for the link and click on for the private group, which is Whispers in a Bottle Exchange. Or you can do the search and put in Whispers in a, in a Bottle Exchange, and we'll come up. You'll see my face there. Click on it and join. And listen, before I let you all go, next week's discussion is just as dynamic. You are not going to want to miss it because guess what? I received tons of your emails, tons of your requests, to give you all a a small snippet of my powerful discussion of walking in your greatness. You are not going to want to miss that, Whispers, because it is going to be dynamic. So thank you all so much for coming in here. Thank you for listening to Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. I am your host, Sonia Lorraine. Certified lifestyle, relationship counselor, educator, motivational, and I'm wishing you guys a great, safe weekend. And until next week when we get together again, you guys have a great day.